My name is Barbara Ann Briggs, and I am a certified teacher of Transcendental Meditation and also the author of two books, Pilgrimage on the Path of Love, a novel of visionary fiction which has been hailed as the perfect amalgamation of spiritual awakening and self-discovery. I'm also the author of The Contribution of Mahashi's Vedic Science to Complete Fulfillment in Life. I'm a poet and a freelance journalist with numerous articles published in many different parts of the world. In this podcast, The Essence of Life, we will begin to understand the meaning of what is actually the essence of life and where can we find it. The essence of life is hidden in the silent source of life itself. The subject of today's podcast is natural law and national law. How is natural law different from national law? Natural law is the guiding force of life. Natural laws are those impulses which sustain the maintenance and evolution of every aspect of life. Natural law are those governing principles that guide the flow of intelligence and the orderly unfoldment of life from one stage to another. Natural law has always existed and will always continue to exist. Natural law operates automatically with precision and in sequential stages of evolution. Natural law functions from within itself. It functions in perfect rhythm. Mahashi Mahesh Yogi has said, The whole field of relative existence is governed by the laws of nature functioning automatically in a perfect rhythm, end quote. Nature functions according to the law of least effort. The natural world is designed in such a way that every transformation in the cycle of growth, maintenance, decay, and rebirth occurs without making an effort. Wherever one looks in nature, one sees that life expresses itself in the tendency to grow and unfold from within itself until it expresses the full potential inherent within its structure. Natural law is part of nature, and nature always organizes best. The process of growth in nature is a silent process but it is simultaneously infinitely dynamic. An oak tree evolves from a mere acorn to a mighty oak tree. One sees in the tree a majestic display of nature's creativity, yet what an unfathomable system of unseen activity controlled by natural law has given rise to this tree, The silent depth of nature is a self-sufficient field of infinite creativity and infinite dynamism. The silent process of creation, maintenance, dissolution, and recreation 
repeats itself in nature, beginning at the infinitesimal level of the self-interacting dynamics of the unified field and culminating in a fully blossomed expression of wholeness of life. Nature accomplishes everything without an effort. Mahashi says, and I quote, Nature acts in a way such that it makes no noise. It only produces results. That is the government of nature, the best organizer. The big, huge tree grows from a tiny seed without any fuss or fanfare. It grows from that deepest level of silence within nature. We only see the effects of nature's work performed quietly from an invisible level. End quote. Natural law is always orderly and evolutionary. It is systematic. It is not random or chaotic. It never makes any mistakes. Natural laws are those simple, innocent impulses of intelligence which guide life forward. Natural law is infinitely creative. The infinite creativity of natural law gives rise to different cultures with different languages, different religious codes, different political systems, different forms of education, different systems of health care. Variety is natural to life because natural law is both unifying and diversifying. The universal value of natural law unifies the innumerable streams of diversity at their source, the omnipresent field of pure intelligence, which interconnects and underlies all expressions of diversity in the universe. The universal value of natural law is like the sap, the seed of all the intelligence within the flower. The sap is the invincible absolute within the plant. Where is the invincible absolute within the human being? Is there a common source from where all the diverse expressions of creativity in human life originate? The human source of creativity in the human being and in nature as a whole is the same omnipresent field of pure intelligence which underlies all expressions of life in the universe. The deepest level of the individual is the state of pure consciousness. It is the ground state of all the laws of nature. It is the state of least excitation of consciousness, and yet in this state, consciousness is wide awake within itself. All the laws of nature, the impulses of creative intelligence deep within the mind, are wide awake. It is a state of pure potentiality. Mahashi says, nature and human nature are not two separate things. The laws of nature are nothing other than the laws of our own nature. End quote. So now we want to look at the difference between natural law and national law. The purpose of national law is to create balance harmony, and progress in society so that everyone can grow and enjoy fulfillment together. If national law is unconnected 
to natural law, then there will be an inability to promote the interests of all members of society. Either the interests of some groups will be sacrificed for the sake of society as a whole, or the interests of society will be sacrificed for the sake of a small number of individuals. Furthermore, national laws, which are not connected to natural law, will not have the evolutionary power of nature to support them. Thus, they will not be totally nourishing to the growth and progress of society and may even create strain in the life of the people. Laws which are not in harmony with natural law will require great effort to be enforced and will be unable to solve the problems for which they were created. If national consciousness is integrated and strong, the government will be strong and successful. If the holistic value of the nation, national consciousness, is not unified and strong, the national laws formulated by the government will be incomplete and inadequate. Mahashi says in this respect, Whatever the quality of national consciousness, that will always be the quality of national government and national law. End quote. The only way to enhance the skill of administration of every government in the world is to maintain the highest quality of national consciousness in every country. Since the source of all problems is violation of natural law, the population of every nation must be trained to think and act spontaneously in accord with natural law. When the people are living in harmony with natural law, they do not create problems for themselves or for society. Thus, the government does not have to focus its time, energy, and resources on solving problems. Instead, it can focus on the unlimited progress of the nation. When natural law becomes lively in the field of the people, then the profound wisdom and skill one finds in the administration of nature becomes lively in the administration of the nation. The administration of society becomes simple, smooth, and easy, and national laws become effective in promoting unrestricted evolution. The ideal government is one in which society is governed by national law and natural law, both simultaneously. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast. A new episode will be uploaded every two weeks. You are also invited to go to www.barbaraannbriggs.com to learn more about my work. I would also like to invite you to my YouTube channel, Barbara Ann Briggs, where many new videos are uploaded. I look forward to speaking to you again very soon. Until we meet again, very best wishes to you.